visit Dogland and run with the power pumps. Got to, got to love their style. And how they never, ever, ever give up. Who loves dogs? Who loves dogs? We rise to any challenge. And no one here is average. We are the power pumps. You know we'll ever, Welcome to episode 19 of season 2 of The Adventures of Power Dog and Dogland. You may remember earlier in our story that Power Dog had tumbled off the galactic farting cow, Taylor, into open space and wound up alone and scared without his beloved pack. Then he'd had a dream or vision of his ancestor, Lahikamihu, as well as many beings from around the dogmos. He saw them dance and heard them chant. What problems, what forces against us shall bide while the stars in their courses do fight on our side. And after that vision, he'd struggled with all of his might to move himself through space to get to a mysterious road that turned out to be the galactic stretch of the Cat's Paw Highway, which he flew along until he ended up in a cat kingdom called the Elysium. He met some amazing tiger cats who'd helped him regain access to the galactic part of the Cat's Paw Highway in hopes of getting him to either the dragon planet called Draconis at best or back to his own homeworld of Dogland at least. Instead, he'd wound up flung across space into a soft, curvy, bouncy place. And although that sounds kind of nice and maybe even fun, for you children of Earth that enjoy these things that are called bouncy castles or bouncy houses, he landed in this dark and mysterious place with the most frustrating individual he'd ever met, the fennec fox dog named Lupo. And a mysterious voice seemingly from above this soft, dim light had indicated to them that this place was a bit of a cage, no matter how soft it was. Maybe it was a puzzle to be solved? The voice had said, Hello, dogs. Please do no harm to one another. No kicking, no picking. No fighting, no biting. You are in time yin, and you will not be released until you work together to pass the test. Both Power Dog and Lupo were confused and frustrated. There was no obvious test to be taken in this soft, dark room. There was no obvious way to get out. Power Dog even found that he no longer had the power of flight or hovering. And dogs, this is a place for connection, not perfection, the voice had also said. Lupo had curled up on a pile of pillows and closed their eyes, claiming they would sleep through this problem. Power Dog started to explore the room and see if he could begin to solve the puzzle. Every time he bounced or wobbled closer to the walls, he started to see the outlines of pictures or letters, and this piqued his curiosity. They were so faint and so soft, and in this soft light, really hard to see. He strained his eyes and studied them so closely that they seemed to become more blurry and almost disappear. 
What magic is this? He asked out loud as he peered closely at the markings on the wall. All the magic is gone. It's all gone. All lies, said Lupo sleepily without opening their eyes. Power Dog looked over at Lupo, surprised by the sleepy tone. He approached them slowly and asked, What lies, Lupo? Tail power, answered Lupo. What? Power Dog mouthed the words, tail power, and cocked his head to the side in total confusion, but he was fascinated. He got a little closer to Lupo, very slowly, and observed that Lupo's eyes were still closed behind the mask, and Lupo was barely moving, breathing slowly in the breath of sleep, and still curled up on the pillows. Lupo's body was completely relaxed, and their fur was smooth along their spine. Power Dog smiled when he thought that Lupo even looked a bit like a soft, silky, orange and black striped pillow. He thought it was interesting that Lupo had similar stripes to that of the tigers he had met in the Elysium. What is tail power, Lupo? asked Power Dog softly, trying to coax more out of the sleeping Fennec. But Lupo didn't answer. Oh my stars, is this stinker actually asleep? Power Dog thought to himself as he inched even closer to get a better look at the trickster's face under this soft light. But as he got very close to Lupo, the soft, bouncy floor betrayed his stealth, and he accidentally bounced right into Lupo's body. Lupo's eyes popped open, and Lupo shot up into the air with a yelp. Tossing Power Dog aside like a stuffed animal, they both bounced up and down a bit on the bouncy soft floor, both of them looking pretty surprised. Ugh, 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 don't touch me, ew. Why were you on me? asked Lupo haughtily. Power Dog actually felt embarrassed and without words, but he did notice that neither of Lupo's eyes were ice blue anymore. They were a golden amber color now a bit darker than the golden color Power Dog had noticed when they first met at Condro's home in Lictopolis. Lupo, what is going on with your eyes? Lupo glared and peeled the mask off of their face and looked at it sadly. Darny, darn, darn it all. You broke the enchantment, you, you, you meddler. Enchantment? I knew it, said Power Dog. But why, Lupo? Just what is your deal? And seriously, what is tail power? (sighs) I don't have to tell you anything, said Lupo, who turned around and faced in the opposite direction from Power Dog. Fine. I don't even actually want to know, Lupo, Power Dog said as he turned his back to Lupo. He wondered if Lupo could tell that he really did want to know. They both sat motionless in the soft room, facing away from each other for quite some time. Somehow, neither of them caught the other looking over their shoulders to sneak little glances at each other. Finally, Power Dog sighed and said, Do you even want to get out of here? Do you even care what's happening on Dogland? On your own home island? To your own parents? Do you care about anything at all, Lupo? You don't know me, snapped Lupo. Everything I do and have ever done is because I care. Maybe more than anyone else ever even could. You don't get it and you never will. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to have to stop you there, said Power Dog firmly. You're only half right 
I don't know you, and I don't get it, but prove to me that I could never get it. Because if we want out of here, we're obviously going to have to work together. The voice literally said that. Oh, and you believe everything you hear then? Asked Lupo, as they turned around slowly, looking at the room and then finally at Power Dog. Power Dog still had his back to Lupo and was staring at the walls. Rather than answer Lupo's question, he asked, Do you see writing or drawings, maybe symbols on these walls? He started to turn very slowly, looking at all of the walls without corners, a big blobby circle or perhaps an oval, and then finally came to sit still, looking right back at Lupo, who had taken the jacket and slipper off and piled them on top of the face mask they'd also discarded in the pile of pillows. Guess you don't need those anymore? asked Power Dog, who was truly curious. It's a nunya situation, said Lupo. Nunya? asked Power Dog warily. <laughs> nunya business, laughed Lupo triumphantly. Power Dog wanted to stay mad, but this cracked him up just a little and he snickered. <laughs> a little reluctantly. All right, Lupo, good one, nunya. Lupo was completely surprised by Power Dog's warmth and laughter. And they looked it. They also looked confused, which only made Power Dog feel a little sorry for Lupo and wonder, does Lupo have friends? Power Dog pressed on with kindness. It seemed to be working, but he still held back any sense of trust. And he said, you're right. It's all your business. You don't have to tell me anything. You don't have to explain your entanglements with enchantments, cat or otherwise. You don't have to say if that's the only reason why you're a good dancer. You don't have to tell me what tail power is. You don't have to tell me where Comet is or how you ended up here. And you don't even have to tell me what you found when you scouted this place before I even got here. Now it was Lupo who cocked their head to the side, looking at Power Dog, not saying a word, but also not looking so mean and angry anymore. Power Dog thought about all the times he'd been around Lupo, thought about how kind Lupo's pibbling Condro is, and wondered even more about Lupo. Hey Lupo, have you ever heard of a truce? Lupo's eyes narrowed and they nodded their heads slowly. Uh, yeah, my parent is the leader of Meowie, Power Dog. My other parent is the head of the Fennec Fencing Academy. Of course I know what a truce is. Power Dog started to smile, then stopped himself and thought, calm and steady, calm and steady. What would President Sandals or Flibbergibbet do? He remained calm, rolled his shoulders down and back, and then said as coolly as possible, I propose we call a truce between us until we can get out of here. Then we each go our own way. Lupo looked away from Power Dog and surveyed the room carefully and slowly. It's like the letters on the note on your back and the symbol on your cat necklace, Lupo said. What? said Power Dog. He looked down at the necklace Fliberty Gibbet had given him and only then remembered the note he'd read on Fliberty Gibbet's back. Oh, dogs! It had said, the note on your back is even funnier. The writing and symbols on the wall continued Lupo. They're called runes, and they bear a striking resemblance to your note. And for that reason, I'll agree to a truce, 
and because we will absolutely go our separate ways when we bust out of here so that I can save Meowie and save Dogland. Power Dog was twisting around and trying to get at the note that was absolutely on his back. He could feel it on his fur and see one corner of it, but he couldn't quite reach it. Lupo laughed. (laughs) But this time, surprising Power Dog, it wasn't a mean laugh. Lupo approached and swiped the note off of Power Dog's back. But Power Dog still didn't trust this tricky individual, so he quickly swiped it back out of Lupo's paw. Hey, 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 hey. Easy now. Truce, remember? said Lupo. Power Dog held the note up in the dim light and saw there was writing on both sides. Huh, he said. And then he read it aloud. You can't always get what you want, but if you try, you might just get what you need. Wait, you can read that? asked Lupo. Power Dog nodded, and then both of them noticed that the necklace he was wearing was emitting a soft glow. What does it say on the other side? asked Lupo. Power Dog flipped it over, and as he read, the necklace glowed a little more brightly. You'll always be Power Cat in my book, but you're no cheetah. He read and smiled, wondering just what Flip-Flop's book looked like. Power Cat? questioned Lupo. Uh, what have you been up to, Power Dog? You really can't read this? asked Power Dog. Lupo hesitated and then nodded. No. Power Dog then smiled broadly and said, What I've been up to, Lupo, is a nunya situation. Ha, he thought. Two can play at this game. Then Lupo totally surprised him again by smiling and nodding and saying, Well, I guess we both have secrets then, huh? Just then, the light above them got brighter, the necklace around Power Dog's neck glowed a little more brightly, and the symbols on the wall became clearer and brighter. Oh, said Power Dog eagerly. He was beginning to understand the shapes. He softly bounced closer to the wall nearest him, and Lupo followed. Can you read them? Power Dog put a paw on the necklace, nodded, and said, Yeah, I think I'm starting to. He stood on his hind legs to try to read the symbols at the top, and Lupo asked, Can't you just hover up there and read those? Power Dog looked down and nodded no. He didn't know why his powers weren't working here, but he didn't want to tell Lupo about it. Instead, he asked Lupo, Could you use some of your sweet dance moves to just flip up there? Lupo looked down and nodded no, and then added, I can't read them without your magic necklace anyway. If you wanted to give it to me, I could try. Oh, no thank you, exclaimed Power Dog. He did not want to give up this precious gift from the king of the cats. Well, can you just flip up there and see if there's a roof on this room? He asked as he looked up towards the now brighter light. No, answered Lupo. Okay, look, my dancing skills were a gift from the cats, the real cats on Meowie. It was an enchantment. I had to earn it, though, and I did. They looked a little sad as they said this, and Power Dog wondered what that meant. Lupo continued, But maybe you could stand on your hind legs, and I could stand on your shoulders or even your head, and then I could see how close the top of the room is. Power Dog took all this in and nodded. How did you earn cat enchantments, Lupo? What did you do? Fine, okay, Power Dog. I'll answer some of your questions 
if you let me stand on your shoulders and you answer some of my questions. Power Dog nodded and hoisted Lupo up and onto his shoulders. At this, the lighted orb in the runes began to shine even brighter. <gasps> oh, they both said in unison. But even in the brighter light, they could tell that they would not be able to climb out of this soft room. It did appear to have a ceiling, but the top was still mysterious and unreachable for them. At least now, they could see the symbols brightly, and Power Dog was feeling more confident that he could indeed read them. I think I know what they mean, he exclaimed as Lupo leapt off of his shoulders and rolled around on the soft, pillowy floor. As he examined each rune, the shapes became recognizable. They were the dance moves he saw the animals of the dogmos do during his vision after he tumbled off of Taylor's back. Well, what do they say? asked Lupo. Hang on, let me try something first, said Power Dog. He regained his balance on his hind legs, held Flipperty Gibbet's necklace in his paws, and chanted slowly, What problems, what forces against us shall bide, while the stars in their courses do fight on our side? And, as he chanted, the runes began to glow and twinkle. Lupo gasped and nodded. Where did you learn that, Power Dog? Is that what it says? It's not exactly what it says, what the runes are? And then he paused. Okay, what are they? asked Lupo. Lupo, what is tail power? asked Power Dog. Fine, if I tell you, then you'll tell me what these symbols are so we can just get out of here? Power Dog nodded in agreement to this new proposal. Okay, look, Power Dog, the real cats on Miaui, they have a lot of power. And they do secretly run things. At least they run a lot of things. Power Dog nodded. Even though the Fennec Foxes had officially denied there being real cats running things on Miaui, what Fetcher and Mom Slice had seen had been widely shared, and of course especially shared in great detail, with Power Dog and the rest of their family. What is tail power? He asked again as calmly as he could. Lupo took in a deep breath, looked at the runes, and then said, So, you think a head spin is cool? A claw spin? How about an actual tail spin? That's what they promised me, tail power. Not just to have the ability to land sweet moves, but to have an actual prehensile tail. Do you even know what that is? Prehensile? Um, nope. Never heard of it. Is it something you made up? Ha! <laughs> no. It's the only thing cooler than being able to fly like you, Power Dog. A prehensile tail is like having a whole other front leg and paw coming out of your back. It can grab onto things and hold you up and hold you while you do a tailspin. You could even just hold a book while drinking mushroom tea in your paws and even stir it with a spoon. Whoa, okay, yep, that's cool. But what did you have to do to earn it, Lupo? Nope, that's not part of the deal. Power Dog nodded. He was actually surprised that Lupo told him that much anyway. Okay, fair enough. The runes, they're dance moves. Perhaps ancient? I can't explain how I know, but I just know I've seen them before. Lupo nodded. Can you show me? Power Dog nodded and started to stand carefully on the wobbly, bouncy floor with his paws up. And Lupo mimicked him, 
the symbols glowed and pulsed, and the orb light seemed brighter. But even more than that, they could now see a few stars shining beyond the orb. <gasps> it's working, exclaimed Power Dog. Yes, said Lupo, do the next one. Each move was a little more complicated than the last, and any moves that required a lot of balance were very, very hard to pull off while standing on a bouncy floor. Have you ever tried to stand perfectly still in a bounce house? Well, next time you find yourself in one, give that a try. Then, try to stand on your tippy toes. Then, try to stand on just one leg, and then on your tippy toes. But these pups kept trying, and they kept working together. In fact, they were both literally leaning on each other to pull off some of the trickier moves when the voice returned. Hello, dogs. Congratulations. You have passed the test. You have worked together, and now we will release you back into the dogmos. Your friend is here to take you on your way. Uh, what? Lupo asked of the voice, staring at the glowing orb above, still posed in a form and holding on to Power Dog's shoulder. Power Dog looked at Lupo, then up to the orb, then back to Lupo, then back to the orb, and then asked, Our friend? That's right, pups! Wonderful, marvelous teamwork! Let's get out of here, shall we? said a familiar voice. All right, that's it for now. Now I'm joined by my co-author, Hank. Hi, Hank. Hi. Hi. You want to get right to jokes? Yes! What kind of dog is the quietest of all dogs? What? Hush, puppy, hush, puppy, hush, puppy, hush. Hush, puppy. Okay, you got some more jokes for me? Yep. How many hairs are in a fox's tail? How many? None. They're all on the outside of the tail. (laughs) What do you call a wolf that meditates? What? And a werewolf. Ow! Thank you, listeners. If you liked what you heard, you can see more content at our website, PowerDogAdventures, all one word, dot com. There, you can sign up for our infrequently emailed newsletter and also submit any good dog jokes. And we'll be forever grateful if you feel like telling your friends about the show, too. If you are looking for more great shows, then please check out the other members of Kids Listen, a grassroots organization dedicated to high-quality audio for kids and families. There are well over 100 great shows to find there. Ask your grown-up to check out kidslisten.org to find out more. Special thanks to our creative partner, the inimitable Jason Rourke, who makes these stories sound extra good with his wise counsel, recording, sound design, and even original music. This podcast has been made possible in part by funding provided by the Regional Arts and Culture Council in Portland, Oregon. Thank you, RAC. It has been made even more possible by listeners like you. 
Thank you so much for your support and extra big thanks to our Patreon patrons who get early access to all of our episodes ad-free, as well as goodies and merch and birthday shout-outs at any level of support. We are not joking even a little when we say we could not do this without you. The Adventures of Power Dog and Dogland is created in the ancestral lands of the Cowlitz, Multnomah, Cathlamet, Clackamas, Tumwater, Tualatin, Kalapuya, Wasco, Molala, Watlala, Bands of the Chinook, and other indigenous nations and tribes of the first people who made their homes along the rivers here in what is now called Portland, Oregon. And special thanks to our own Granny and Gramps who helped us write and record our Power Dog theme song that you'll hear at the end of the episode. Hey, Granny and Gramps, what key did y'all say that's in? It's It's in D for Dogland. Together, all our tails will wag as well. 
So come with me to Dogland, we've got special tales to tell. And when we come together, all our tales will wag as well. Woof, woof! Hi, y'all. We're Kids Listen. A nonprofit made up entirely of podcasters, parents, and teachers advocating for high-quality audio content for kids. And we have a message for our LGBTQ plus listeners, families, and their allies. You are beautiful. You are special. You are perfect, just the way you are. We stand against any legislation that takes rights away from the LGBTQ plus community or any child. And we are dedicated to creating content where all children are represented and heard. Grown-ups, if you're looking to support the LGBTQ plus community, we recommend donating to the Transgender Education Network of Texas at transtexas.org, Equality Florida at eqfl.org, or your local LGBTQ center. Kids Listen will always be a safe space for you and your family. And as always, thank you for listening.